are. It always, you know, that kind of soundscape makes me think of like some sci-fi kind of sound, doesn't it? But um, we're here in our second week in our um, preaching series where we're looking at prayer. Um, So guess what I'm going to start with? Oh, fantastic. Somebody's paying attention. We're going to pray. So let's just pray. Gracious, loving God, you are holy. Your majesty goes beyond all that we can compare. Lord, we come into your presence today and we come as as ourselves and we realise that you are beyond measure. So, Lord, today, open our hearts, our minds to your word. I pray this in your holy name. Amen. So, second week in prayer, having a look at that. How many people have managed to really just jump into prayer this week and just go, and it's, it's, I've been praying and I've been, you know, for some, some of us it was a challenge to think whether we pray quietly to ourselves or we, whether we pray aloud. And so I'm just challenging you, did you manage to pray aloud this week? There's a few people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Others going, not quite just yet, that's okay. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you with this this little verse, section from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7. And it says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Notice that? Here's Here's our key verse really for our series on prayer, is don't worry about anything. Instead, bring it to God. Bring it to God in prayer. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Ask him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as long as you live in Christ Jesus. So it... it, there's our foundation for why we should be praying. We should be praying to ask God for anything and everything. We should be coming and bringing all our concerns to God. But when we do that, when we kind of start to craft our prayers, thinking about that, how do, how do you start your prayers? How do you start praying? So it's a really important kind of question for us. How do we start our prayers? Do you do it this way? Dear God, give me strength to whatever's going to happen in the day. You know, you, you might be facing a big day and you start with, God, please give me strength to, to get over what's happening. Or it might be that, you know, God, I pray for, and, and you're praying for a particular person, you're praying for a particular situation. You just come straight in there. And as, as it says, to ask God for anything, bring everything to prayer. But how do we start to craft it? You might have put in a list of things, points to things, concerns, all those kind of things. And and while I want to say, starting with this list, starting with these things, they are important that we bring them to God. But it is the wrong place to start. It is the right thing to bring to God, but it is the wrong place to start. Psalm 99 verse 5 helps us to know exactly where we should start. And it says this, Exalt the Lord our God, bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Where do we start our prayers? We start by exalting our God. We start by claiming who God is. 
Uh, we start our prayers in a position not about ourselves, not about our concerns, not about the things that um, we just want to bring to God, but we start our prayers by recognising who God is. It's almost like when, you, when you're greeting a friend, coming up and saying hello. You know, do you, you know when you meet a friend, is the first thing you do go, oh, can you lend me your car? You know, if you wanted to borrow a car. Or would you say hello first? How would we greet one another when we come into talking with one another? Do we greet with one another by at least saying their name and, you know, saying hi, how's things going kind of stuff? It, why do we think that when we come to prayer that we start with the demands that we may want? We start with the affirmation of who God is. And we call this the prayer of adoration. And it can be part of each and every one of our prayers. We adore God. So as we approach God in prayer, let me think of this. Our attitude is really important. This is about correcting our attitude, putting it into a framework we can really kind of start to understand who God is for us. We need to put aside our anger. We need to, we need to reconcile ourselves with, with those who may have, you know, we're having an argument with or there's a wrong there. We, we need to set those aside. If there's a broken relationship, we know to mend it. You know, Jesus was actually talking about this, our attitude when we come before God. And, and when we come before this, we need to take the time and fix it. So when we're coming into the presence of God through our prayer, we need to actually correct ourselves. I want to share with you a verses from Matthew 5, verses 23 to 24. Um, and this kind of places this in our relationship. Uh, it, it, and, and just to understand this, Jesus is teaching here about anger and about putting aside anger and coming and giving your um, offering to God on the altar but you've got to correct your attitude before you come and do that. And it says this. So if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, so in other words, you've wronged them and you've got something, they've got something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar, go and be reconciled to that person, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. It is so important for us when we come into times of prayer when we come into the presence of God, that we start with a correct attitude, start with correcting ourselves in this space so we can kind of do, understand and really kind of position ourselves correctly for this. Because positioning ourselves in prayer, I don't mean getting down on your knees or standing up or laying down or whatever. It's not the physical position. It's the heart attitude position that is so important for us. And when we come before God in prayer, we bring that right attitude. And as we step into the presence of God, the first things that we pray, the first things that we do, is we actually pray about the very nature of God. The prayer of adoration is about the very nature of God. It takes us from our self-centered attitude, and we all have this. We all have thoughts and understandings about who we are and what we've done. 
and, and how important we are, it takes us from that space and says we are insignificant, we're incomparable to our God who is above all things and beyond all things, who created all things. I like to think of it, you know, when I come to this part of prayer, when I come to this, I actually like to think myself as physically stepping into the presence of God, actually taking those physical steps and being with God. And in that process, I then start to think of the wonders and the amazing things God has done. It's actually taking myself, I, 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 in my, it's, it's in my head. It's, it's, a, it's a mind exercise I do is I take myself from where I am and I physically step into God's presence and I see the stars in the universe, all that is there that God has done and I see the intricate nature of the human body. This is in my mind. It, it, you may see it differently in your mind of the, when you step into the presence of God, but the intricate nature, the, the weaving together of the DNA and everything of, of each and every one of us and I can do nothing but praise God for who he is, that he is the creator, the redeemer, the sustainer, the one that has put the stars into their place, the one that has put us here in this moment. God is above all and beyond all, and we can come into his presence. And as we step in, the reason I think and, and try and put myself into that is because it puts me in that right attitude. It takes me away from my self-centeredness and places me firmly and squarely in the presence of God. Now, I have to say this. We never leave the presence. God is with us always. God is there for us. It's just at times we forget that God's with us. And this helps us bring us back into being within the presence. Not that God's left us, but our minds just aren't attentive, aren't present to know that God is there with us. And this helps us bring back here. I often find that the words fail into insignificance when I start to think about the majesty of God and all that God has done and, and how God can care for me and all of the rest of the world. It blows my mind. And it's into this space, it's into this area that we have our prayers of adoration. And that that's exactly what I want to focus on today. Kimberly brought us a, a reading from 1 Kings verse 8, uh, 22 to 24. And I just want to re, re, read it so that we can kind of just understand why this is so important for us. This records, records the, the prayer that King Solomon actually gave after the long-awaited temple had been fine, the temple where, where God's presence was going to be in Jerusalem, the long-awaited temple is finally opened and dedicated. This is Solomon's prayer that he has here. And it says this, Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire community of Israel, he lifted his hands towards heaven. I love, I, love, I love how he's actually got physical gestures just to go into this. This is coming into prayer because what it does is it just places us into a, a real centered space. It's beyond ourselves. So he's lifting his hands in prayer and he prayed, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in all of heaven above or on the earth below 
You keep your covenant and you show unfailing love to all who walk before you in wholehearted devotion. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. You made that promise with your own mouth and with your own hands. You have fulfilled it today. You know, and the prayer goes on. It's actually quite a long prayer and it continues on. At the dedication of this temple to God, bring it back. But notice what happens. Notice the language that he starts the prayer with. There is no God like you in all of heaven, above all of the earth. There is no God like you. It's an inscription of adoration is saying, there is no one like you. You are above everything. You are beyond everything. We come and we pray to you today. To you, O oh God. This is adoration. It's talking about the very nature of God. Adoration is that deep respect and love that is given to God just out of sheer reverence for what God has done and who God is. For some of us, this is actually going to be the hardest thing and the hardest prayer that we pray, but it will also be the most meaningful if you actually step into it, to really let go of our self-centred and let God be our focus. It really helps us to pray into this space. Even if we have a limited understanding of the complete nature of God, to keep on giving glory and majesty to our Lord because there is none like you, O God. I want to share with you, you know, Psalms, prayers of adoration um, keep up popping up all throughout the Bible. You'll actually see it's a very important aspect of it. And I just want to share with you from Psalm uh, 104. It's a psalm of prayer, I mean, praise, sorry. And you notice that last time I spoke, um, not all psalms are prayers, but all psalms can help us pray. All psalms can help us pray. And, and there are psalms of praise, there are psalms of lament, there are psalms of, of you know, sorrow and forgiveness. And here's a psalm of praise. So Psalm 104, and I'm just going to read the first four verses just so that we can start to see some of the language that we could use when we start to pray a prayer of adoration to our Lord. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Oh, what a wonderful opening, isn't it? Let all that I am, my very being, everything, my brain, my physicality, everything, let me praise the Lord. O Lord, my God, how great you are. You are robed with honour and majesty. You are dressed in a robe of light. You stretch out the starry curtains of the heavens and you lay out the rafters of your home in the rain clouds. You make the clouds your chariots. You ride upon the wings of the wind. The winds are your messengers, flames of fire as your servants. What wonderful language. Just try to get into the nature of who God is. Above and beyond all things. How wonderful to turn this into a prayer. How wonderful to set our souls in that space that God is above and beyond all things and yet I can pray to my Lord. 
I'd, I'd really love to encourage you to read the rest of Psalm 104. It really is full of majesty and glory and praise to God. Uh, and just to really come into this, you know, in prayers of adoration, they, they, you know, they can be um, and, and they should be at the start of each and every one of our prayers. Don't start with your list of demands. Don't start with those things and concerns. Start with recognising the very nature of God and then work into that space. It grounds our life. It centres us. It helps us to understand that our God is above and beyond all things and is our creator, our redeemer, our sustainer. Let me finish up with a prayer of adoration. Let me just read this prayer. So pray with me right now. Almighty God, we meet to celebrate your greatness. We join with the hosts of heaven to sing your praises and to offer you worship. For you are worthy of adoration from every mouth and every tongue should praise you. You created the earth by your power. You saved the human race by your mercy and make it new by your grace. O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we offer you our grateful praise. Amen. So as we finish up here, I don't want us to actually finish. I want us as a church to be a church that prays, to actually do it, not just the people out the front that pray, but everybody pray. So I'm actually going to invite the band to come up, or at least Kerry to come up and play, uh, quietly in the background. And while, while the band plays, I'm going to encourage you to come together in a little huddle, a little group. And I want you to actually pray together, to bring a prayer of adoration, bring your praise, adoration points together to God. Now, I'm also going to encourage those who are online to, if you are in a room with other people, to take this moment and to pray to really pray and bring your prayers of adoration, the words of, of adornment to, to God. Do that now. Pray it aloud. If you're by yourself online, I encourage you, on our church online platform, there is the prayer button, request prayer. Please do that, and um, one of the team will pray with you. If you're on Facebook, I encourage you to actually write your prayer of adoration and put it in the chat. Or if you want to do that on the church online platform, do that as well. So let us just turn around. Let's join together one another. This is a movement thing. This is a words thing. Come and just pray together for this moment while Kerry just plays for a little bit.